like this one. The second wine tonight is the 2008 La Follette Sonoma Coast Chardonnay. When he was a teenager, winemaker Greg La Follette had no intention of a career in wine. Instead, he wanted to play the bagpipes. He even ended up being a ship's piper on a cruise ship. But anyone who tastes this luscious Chardonnay will be glad he gave up that dream long ago. Our third wine is the 2008 Flowers Sonoma Coast Chardonnay, which comes from what's known as the Extreme Sonoma Coast, the very last hillside ridges before the land drops down into the cold Pacific. This is dramatic, beautiful country, much like the wines that come from this vineyard. Fourth, we have the 2008 Macrosti Sonoma Coast Chardonnay, made by the only winemaker I know of who is also a cryptographer for the U.S. Army. Maybe those code-breaking skills he picked up then are what has allowed him to crack the code of how to make terrific wines like this one. Today's fifth wine is Pay Vineyard's 2008 Sonoma Coast Chardonnay. To get to Andy and Nick Pay's gorgeous vineyard, you basically turn left off of California's Highway 101 near the town of Cloverdale and drive and drive and drive. It's a truly remote site, hidden high above the Pacific Coast. In a way, it's a secret, but one we're thrilled to let you in on. Our sixth and final wine is the 2008 Ramey Sonoma Coast Chardonnay. There are few winemakers in California more acclaimed than David Ramey. He's a sought-after consultant for many big-name wineries, but I think the best examples of his incredible talent are his own wines like this one. All the wines we feature on Vine Talk are excellent. Each episode, we ask an independent panel of experts to rank a group of 20 wines. Then we taste the top six. Here in the Vine Talk studio, our distinguished yet feisty audience just completed their blind taste test of our six wines. Let's see if they're behaving. So before we get started, I'd like to share some background information on the region that we're going to be tasting today, which is the Sonoma Coast, California. And it's actually a huge region. It goes all the way from San Pablo Bay all the way up to Mendocino. Big, several hundred thousand acres. Um, but it's a fantastic Chardonnay region because, largely because of the Pacific and because of the fog that sort of rolls in and then rolls out again. If you know Russian River Valley, um, Sonoma Coast is west of that, um, towards the water. And what you get are these Chardonnays, particularly the ones um, from the far edge of the Sonoma Coast, like right on the edge of the Pacific, that have really crisp acidity, really zingy flavors. So it's not the kind of big, buttery Chardonnay style that you think of as California. It's, um, it's crisp. It's... Um, Zippy, it's um, elegant, minerally, whatever the wine words can I throw out at you? <laughs> You're looking at me, I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a super fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't care. They want to drink. Ray has asked our audience to pick the wine they like best. Let's see if they've risen to the occasion. Did you pick your favorite? Yeah! I can't wait to find out. <laughs> but first, let's move upstairs and join Stanley Tucci, Ray, and our guests as they too get a chance to try these remarkable wines. Shall we? Okay, well, it's time to try our first wine. Basically, I want you to taste these wines while you talk about whatever you're tasting. Um, try, don't try and figure out which one's most expensive. Don't try and figure out, you know, that sort of thing. Just, just concentrate on what it smells like, you know, what, it, what, the, what the flavors are like, and, and, whether, and whether you like it, really. I'm going to take off and get while the second wine. So. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right, so uh, what do we think of it? Did we all taste this? Mm hmm. What and do you think? Oh, the, mm, Danny, don't jump up all, and down right? about it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's important to, to look at wine as a condiment for the food. You know, in the middle of the table, we have some food, and there's really, uh, this is or food, not... This is food th thanks to you, as a matter of fact. This is it? from this our is restaurant, from... The Modern. And what I mean by that is that, that if you really just look... Lamb you spent your whole life 
putting mustard on things because you like the way mustard tastes, not because you had to go, oh my God, what's the, you know, what's the formula for when I should like mustard? And really, each one of these wines, if you just look at them as a condiment for food and ask yourself if it tastes good, you're going to be very, very consistent with your own taste that you've had your whole life with all this other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. For me, I can't really comment on that wine until we, until until we see all of them. Oh, until, oh, oh, until you see all yeah. of them. You were going to Should say I something. Should I stop yeah. drinking what were you so much say? of it? No, no drink, it, drink it, drink it, drink it. You we must be cold, you don't have a sweater on. I know. Actually, <laughs> um, there's something, the word tepid comes to mind. Tepid? Yeah. You know, that's and often used mean, for my career, too. <laughs> <laughs> Some of my performances. Tepid, not... Tepid as I don't mean temperature-wise. I mean just like, you know, there's something kind of just... Flat. A little. A little flat? I, well, I, there's just something I don't love about it. I mean.